Well, good morning, everybody. You are listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network. It is Tuesday, November the 2nd, episode 2801. I'm Glenn Geek, host of Horses in the Morning, and I'm glad you're here. So normally on the first Tuesday of the month, we would have the Mustang episode, brought to you by the Mustang Heritage Foundation. But they're going to be off for a couple of months, uh, especially over the holidays here. They have a lot going on, a lot of events and things like that. So we'll see them back hopefully next year. In the meantime, we do have a new monthly episode starting next month that I think you're going to enjoy. I can't really say more about that right now, but uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. In the meantime, as you know, we had our anniversary episode yesterday. If you didn't get a chance to listen to that, go back and listen to Jamie and I and a whole bunch of guests talk about the last 11 years together. Thank you again for listening and being part of what we do here at the Horse Radio Network. We really appreciate you being here and you listening and supporting us uh, either through financial contributions like you do as auditors or promoting the show or leaving us reviews, telling your friends about it. All of that helps us grow, and we really do appreciate that, and our sponsors do as well. In the meantime, a lot of you have asked for this. Uh, A lot of you have said, how do we listen to the first episode? Well... First of all, you don't want to, but uh, I I did pull it out of the archives and downloaded the sound. And remember how we joke on the show all the time about how the sound was so crappy for the first like four years because we used this service called Blog Talk Radio, and it really made us sound like we had bad AM in the old days. Remember listening to AM radio, and it was really bad? Well, it really was that bad. So you're going to get a taste of how bad it was today when we first started out. And God bless all of you who listened then and stuck with it. I don't know how you did. Uh, We used Blog Talk Radio because we had this idea that it was going to be a call-in show and people would call in every day and and then nobody called in. So we kind of abandoned that after a few years and found a better way to do this. But yeah, it was... uh, it was trying, to say the least, and we paid Blog Talk a lot of money every month to have that service, too, but whew, it was uh, it was awful sound. So here you go. I hope you all enjoy. This is episode one on November the 1st, 2010. Now, the good part of this, sound sucks, but the good part of this, I was impressed how it sounds like Jamie and I had worked together forever. We just started the show, and we just did it. Uh, we we had guests on. We had uh, Jessica Phoenix. I forgot she was our first guest. Uh, Gina Miles was on also. Um, we had uh, we had somebody I think from the Royal Fair in Canada. So yeah, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. And we had we were giving away prizes back then. I mean, nothing's changed as far as that's concerned. But as you know, content was really good for a first episode. Sound sucked. So here you go, episode one. This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. Glenn the Geek from Lexington, Kentucky. And I am Jamie Jennings from Phoenix, Arizona, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning, sponsored by Omega Alpha. Good morning, Horse World, and good morning, Glenn. 
Good morning, Jamie. It's good to be here finally. We've been preparing for this for a long time. I know. It's been months and months of preparation to see this idea, this dream of yours come to fruition, and we're finally here. I know. You know, it, it is exciting. This is the most prepared we've ever been for a show. And how'd you like the opening music? That's probably the first time you've heard that. It is the first time. I like it. I like it very much. Well, it's a catchy tune that hopefully people will relate to us every morning when they listen in. We want to thank our sound editors, actually Brian and Kat, for putting that together and singing it for us. And they actually put the tune and the music together for us, and we appreciate that. Uh, they're, they're good. They actually do all the editing for our shows. So we're happy to, that they were able to do that for us. Well, fantastic. Yeah, I'm there. Yes? Well, I was just going to say, we, we have to introduce the third member of our team right away because she's going to get busy here right away and not have a chance to say hi much, I'm sure, today because we have a full show planned for today. We have a lot of guests, and hopefully we'll be taking a lot of calls from you. But we want to say hi to Jennifer. Jennifer H. is our producer. Are you there, Jennifer? Jennifer H. is here, ready to press buttons. Okay, good. Now, well, we're glad you're on. Just so everybody knows, Jennifer H. and Glenn the Geek have a little bit of a special connection, shall we say? Yeah, we kind of live in the same house and uh, been married for a, for, a, for, for a lot of years. So, so just a warning, so wife, that, yeah. In other words, Jamie is warning everyone that it could get interesting. Yes, having yeah, a married I have, couple. I have the unique cool. ability to shut Glenn up by hitting one button. That's true. She can mute me by hitting one button. She is in control of the buttons, and everybody that listens to our shows knows that I'm usually the one in control of the buttons and don't like to give that up. So this is making me a little itchy this morning. Well, it's it's a big day for all of us, I guess, and uh, we're all growing, Glenn. So you just, you know, hand over the reins to Jennifer, sit back and relax. If I sit back too far, I am on the ball. So if I sit back too far, I'm, I am going to fall off the ball. So I, I probably won't sit back too far. But we have, yes. uh, Jamie, we have so many cool things planned for, for horses in the morning. But we, it seems like today we are packing in a ton of stuff. And one of the things that we've been advertising out there, of course, is the prizes you can win here on the show. We have over $2,000 worth of prizes that we're going to give away in the month of November. And wow. we're going to do that two different ways. One is we're going to have a daily prize that we give to one lucky caller that we're going to pick at random each day. And that's for every caller that gets on the air. Uh, today, we'll have a chance at winning uh, our daily prize. Plus, every caller that gets on the air in the month of November is going to have a chance to win two grand prizes for the month. And we have had our, you know, our sponsors and our friends that own you know, retail companies and wholesale companies have come through with some tremendous prizes this month. You're going to want to listen. You're going to want to call because you're going to want to win one of these. Jamie, tell everybody what the two grand prizes are for the month that anybody that gets through the show this month will be entered for. Well, the first one, I mean, how cool is this? A $500, I said $500, holiday shopping extravaganza from Equestrian Collections, you'll find uh, they're, they're, they'd like to, for me to tell you that you can find a whole universe of equestrian shopping right at your fingertips at a price you can afford. Their website is equestriancollections.com. So if you want to get warmed up, go to their website and peruse the things that you would buy with your $500 shopping spree. 
The other thing we have, Glenn, is so cool. Uh, your choice of any Vespucci bridle and reins worth up to $600. I don't know if you know, th- this is the highest quality leather work on the market. It's, it's being brought to you by World Equestrian Brands. So we want to thank them for that donation, worldequestrianbrands.com. And you can pick out one of these bridles. Oh, I would love to have one. They're beautiful. You would. They're absolutely beautiful. And, and, you know, we've seen them. We've played with them. We've touched them. They are really cool. And later in the show, we're actually going to have Robin Moore on for a couple minutes with us to talk about these bridles and what they're like. And she's been terrific to donate this. Robin, Jennifer and I, we, we have known Robin for many, many years, and she is now the new owner of World Equestrian Brand. She just took that over about a year ago. So we thank her for participating and, and donating this, this uh, tremendous prize. But today, we are giving away to one lucky caller. We'll win an Omega Alpha Welcome Pack worth $150. That's $150 of Omega Alpha products. We're going to talk more about Omega Alpha a little later in the show. But this is a little sample pack of everything. I mean, they got their Chill in here, their Raspberry Biotic 8, uh, liniment, fly spray. They have all kinds of stuff. They have an Omega Alpha hat thrown in there. But they have all at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different items in this pack that you'll receive for one or all of your horses or whatever you want, whatever you want to try for your horses from Omega Alpha as part of their welcome pack worth $150. And of course, Omega yeah, Alpha is much, our title. Pretty yeah, much, I'm just going to say they're our title sponsor. They're our title sponsor mm-hmm. for today, too. Go ahead. Sorry about that. No, I was going to say this is this Omega Alpha prize pack will basically cover your horse from nose to tail and uh, even take care of you a little bit as well. And just want to let everybody know that when we pick this lucky caller at random, uh, we're going to post the winner on Facebook. So we do want you to go to facebook.com forward slash horses in the morning, become a fan, listen to us, uh, and that's where you'll find out if you are the lucky winner. Yeah, we'll post that immediately after the show today. And speaking of the show today, let's talk a little bit about the, the numerous guests we have on to start out Horses in the Morning. And we don't like to start small, so I thought, no. who better to start the show with than one of my favorite people out there, a person that's been on a number of our other shows and has, it actually helps me out on Horse Tip Daily, uh, does tips over there, but she's a... She's an event rider, an international event rider. She's a young rider out of Canada. Her name is Jessica Phoenix, and she's actually going to be a regular contributor to Horses in the Morning in a different way than we're going to do this morning, but she's going to do Jessica's mommy report once a month. She had a baby in April and rode in the World Equestrian Games last month. She is. She loves her baby, and we thought, you know, this is a morning show. We're going to be doing light and lively here, no serious training tips. That's for our other shows to do. Uh, you know, we do that on Horse Tip Daily. Chris does over th- that over there on her shows. We're here to entertain. We're here for you to grab a cup of coffee and just have some fun listening in the morning. So Jessica's going to come on with us once a month and do Jessica's Mommy Report. But this morning she's coming on because I have declared her the most memorable moment of the World Equestrian Games. And we're going to talk about why <laughs> Jessica had the most memorable moment of the World Equestrian Games, and we're going to have her on to talk about that experience. And it wasn't winning a gold, uh, but I think anybody that saw this, Jamie, you saw the video of it, I think anybody that saw this is going to remember that forever. 
Speaking of Facebook, you're going to want to go to Facebook, our, our Horses in the Morning page, because I posted that link on Facebook. It's the YouTube video of Jessica's most memorable moment. And, you know, as we as I'm from the South and as we say in the South, you know, bless her heart. It was awesome. But <laughs> she's now known for this most memorable moment. Just go check it out before we talk to her so you can just be as shocked and excited to see this event as we were um coming up after jessica uh i told glenn i wanted for our first show to get somebody big i want a big name i want you know pull out all the stops and glenn calls me and he's like i've got a name for you i've got our first you know big big guest and i'm not going to tell you who it is <laughs> like you, you have to tell me who it is. So finally, I tried to hide it from out. you. I know you tried so hard, but it wasn't uh, wasn't going to work because I got to see the show notes that we have ahead of time. I forgot and... you could see the actual show notes of our show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you did because it's given me plenty of time to get nervous to talk to 2008 individual Olympic silver medal winner Gina Miles, and as an eventer. Getting to talk to Gina Miles is a big thrill, and I'm I'm kind of nervous, so I'm glad you're here to help me with it. Well, you know, Gina has actually been one of the people that has helped kick off many of the shows that we have done here on the Horse Radio Network. She was one of our first guests on the Stable Scoop Radio Show. So oh, that's it's great. very it's fun that she's agreed to come back and join us on our show too. Plus, you know what? Jennifer came across something. The, the Royal Fair is going on in in. Canada here, and it is huge. It's one of the biggest fairs in all of, of the North American continent, actually. And they're doing something that we noticed, but there was very little information about it. We wanted to hear more about it. It sounded like our kind of topic, Jamie. And that's something called horse hockey. It sounds like they play hockey on horses. I, so, you know, you know I've tried to get some research on this, Glenn, and, and all they say is that it's hockey with horses on the ice and that just doesn't make any sense to me so we're going to have to get Ross Miller on to talk a little bit more about horse hockey and how that actually works because I don't get it. Growing up horse hockey had an entirely different meeting in our house. What it mean? How so? Well that was usually the um, G-rated exclamation that uh, was used in our home whenever uh, oh. An exclamation was required. It was a mild swear word. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. Horse hockey was an appropriate use of um, hit your thumb with a hammer, horse hockey, and not get in trouble when your parents were listening in. Ah, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> well, then we also talked, Janie, about Robin Moore was coming up. We we're going to talk to her, but we really want to. We really want to talk to the listeners, don't we? Yeah, you know, this is our first show, and we we have no way of knowing if anybody's listening to us right now at all. We have no clue. So we want you guys to call us. We want you to be a part of our first show. When, you know, down the road, you can say that you were a part of the first Horses in the Morning radio show, and we want to talk to you about, you know, what your horse, the World Equestrian Games, anything. You can call us up and tell us you love us. Call us up and tell us you hate us. Of course, we may screen that call and and hang up on you, but <laughs> we'd love to have you call in and be a part of the show. Let me give you the phone number right now. Uh, you're going to want to get a pen because we didn't pick it. It's kind of hard to remember. Uh, 
888-382-3238. Call that number and be a part of Horses in the Morning. Well, you know, we're waiting for our first guest to get on here, and I see we do have a caller, and I would love, if, if you don't mind, to say hi to her because she's been a big supporter of the Horse Radio Network over the past two years. And I see, let's see if she's awake when we uh, say hi. Mary, are you there? I am. Good morning, everybody. Well, thank morning. you for calling. This is Mary Phelps from Horses Daily and Dressage Daily and about a dozen other sites. Um, <laughs> Mary, thank you for calling so early. We appreciate it. Oh, well, I'm an early bird. Sometimes I get up about, oh, 4 a.m., uh, 5 your time. I'm on Central Time, even though I'm in Kentucky, and uh, get to work. I guess you guys do the same thing, huh, keeping up with your websites. Well, and, and, you know, it's um, funny. Yeah. I think that uh, Jamie was up a little early this morning just just mentally preparing for the show, weren't you? I was. You know what, uh, Mary, 4 a.m. sounds good. I woke up at about 1.45, and I'm on the West Coast, so I'm in Phoenix, Arizona, so we're on West Coast time. So, yeah, that was really early to wake up. But, um, you know, I'm I'm really prepared, and I've had, like, 11 cups of coffee, so I should be good to go. Oh, I'm almost caught up with you then. <laughs> but it's well, Mary, I wanted to thank you. Sure. It's really exciting to hear that you guys are doing this. I think it's going to really take off. I I really do and and I can I can envision people listening to this show in the morning while they clean out their stalls and uh get things going in the barn and um it's just a nice way to kind of listen in and and also you can listen while you're on the computer, like what I'm doing right now, checking email, checking your Facebook page, uh, working on a few things. So I think it's a lot of fun. And my husband actually went out and fed the ponies, my little driving ponies this morning, so I could stay here and, and sit on hold. Aww. <laughs> well, thank that you. What a good nice. horse husband he is. <laughs> he is, and he's not a horseman either, so that's that's saying a lot. <laughs> Well, that's great. And don't forget, now, Mary, you are actually uh, our first caller to be put uh, into running. (laughs) Yeah, you're our first caller, and you're also a first caller to be uh, put in the drawing for the Omega Alpha Welcome Pack worth 150 bucks. So your name could be on Facebook a little bit later, so make sure you check that that out after this. Those supplements will be great for your driving pony. Oh, And by the way, you're making me me jealous here because I used to drive driving ponies. So I'm, I'm I'm jealous now. That's right. We talked about that. And I also, actually, I have a new equine member of our family. Um, I have a mule. I have, yes, and he's beautiful. He's um, coming three years old. He's black with four white socks and a very pretty face. And his ear, you know, he's not too common looking really when you think of mule he's really very pretty and um he uh came into our home he was given to me by a a friend a neighbor who raises mules and um but i was having a little hard time there catching him he doesn't like to be caught and um then i guess you guys know i had a little incident this summer a four-wheeler wreck so I was laid up for a while, and my good friend Jimmy Welsh, I think you guys might know him. He's in Richmond, Kentucky. He has a 
a nice farm there, and he does horse transport, uh, a horse transport business. And he was such a great friend. He took my mule in, and his farm manager, Jose, has been working with him and getting him, um, you know, broken to be handled and all of that. So I'm looking forward to him as my winter project. Well, good, good. And you know what they say, every mule owner thinks that their mule is pretty. So we're glad (laughs) (laughs) glad that you do, too. Thank you for calling, Mary. It's great. Good luck, you guys. I was just going to give you a quick plug. People can listen or follow our shows also on Dressage Daily and Horses Daily, right? Oh yeah, uh huh. We keep we try to keep up with you. We try, and we have a feed uh, on our site so that if you go there, you can. It's a very easy, quick link um, to the radio show. And I just want to tell you that you you've done some wonderful, wonderful things with the internet and with your radio show. And it's definitely a great um, addition to the equestrian world. And thank you for all you've done. And I, for one, know how much work it is. Well, well, thank, well thank you, Mary. You so we much appreciate it. We'll talk, we'll talk to you Great. soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, I think we have Jessica on the phone with us now. So we want to say hi to Jessica. As we said, she's an international eventer. She's a friend of the Horse Radio Network. She helps me out over on Horse Tip Daily. She's a delightful person, absolutely lovely. And she's a new mommy, so we're going to have her on on a regular basis basis doing Jessica's Mommy Report once a month. But But today it's something a little different. We're going to talk about her experience at the World Equestrian Games, and she had what I call the most memorable moment of all 16 days at the Games. So let's say... Hello to Jessica. Are you there, Jessica? I am here. Uh, hey, was that Jessica. a good introduction? How are you? We're doing great. Yeah, is that okay, that introduction? Do you like being Glenn's most memorable moment of the World <laughs> of Clustering Games? Well, it will definitely be my most memorable moment um, professionally. So, yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, we thank you we, for coming. We, we go with that, Jessica, or um, you can give us something else to think about when we hear your name. And I just heard that you have a new baby, so congratulations, Mom. Thank you very much. So tell and us Of course, about Jessica, we're going to have you on the show doing a mom report once a month. So, But today we really wanted to talk to you about, about the World Equestrian Games and about your experiences there. First of all, you rode a horse. You were an eventer for Canada, right? Yes. Tell us how Dressage Day went for you. Um, Dressage Day was actually very, very good in the canter work. It was probably his best canter work in a test ever. Um, Having said that, it was probably his worst turn around the haunches and rain back ever. (laughs) Oh, boy. Um, so, so there were definitely some ups and downs in that, in that dressage test, but overall I was pretty happy with him. Now, we've been teasing this and telling everybody you had the most memorable moment, but we haven't told them why. Would you care to explain what happened on cross-country day? Absolutely. Um, Exponential is an extremely good jumper, and he tends to put 110% into everything he does. Um, And he jumped around the course beautifully. He didn't put a foot wrong until he got to... 
the head of the lake, and in the head of the lake there was a bounce bank up, and then you bounced back down into the water over some rails. And when he jumped up, I clearly think he misunderstood the exercise because he jumped the rails about four feet higher than he should have, (laughs) which made his landing back into the water about a 15-foot drop. (laughs) Yeah, it was huge. It was incredible. And actually, looking at the at the freeze frames of that, I can see his ears. They're completely forward as he takes off to drop back into the water. And then they, they gradually come to the side as he thinks, oh, no, I've made a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you guys but, came in so fast. And, and explain, you know, your approach to that fence and then, you know, the, the landing. Yeah, well... David O'Connor is our coach, and he said coming up to that bank, you're going to have to ride aggressively and get them up. And once they're on the bank, they'll they'll jump off for you. So we came in. We actually had a pretty good shot at it. And then the last stride I put my leg on, and he leaped up that bank and just jumped huge coming off of it. Um, and thank goodness he's extremely athletic because I don't think any other horse would have been able to stay on their feet and continue on to finish the course. Well, we should say what happened was when you came down and hit the water, you went, the horse went face first into the water. His knee, I guess his legs or knees sort of buckled a little bit on the front. And yes. the video, we'll put it, we have it on our show notes for today. You can just go to horsesinthemorning.com and see it. But the, it was incredible the, the amount of splash that you guys made. That's what made it so dramatic. And we're also using that picture as our show note picture today. You can thank you for that later, <laughs> Jessica. Um, <laughs> thank you to Chronicle the Horse for providing it. Um, but they, it was incredible splash at the bottom. Nobody thought you were going to stay on this horse. Well, you know, I just, I had a lot of time to think about how this was going to happen as we were landing. <laughs> Isn't it weird? Did it go in slow motion? Oh, it was completely slow motion. It was just phenomenal. Um, And I just remember just staying as quiet as I could and just sitting in the middle of him and just praying to God that he somehow stayed on his feet. And he did, and then I stayed on. (laughs) Thank God for the double break, And then, Jessica, you had the wherewithal after you got out of the water and you were riding on to high-five yourself. That's right. I thought, this deserves a double fist pump because, oh, my gosh, it will never be repeated. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite in that dramatic a fashion. <laughs> it looked like you Very had Velcro impressive. on your butt. Um, you know what? I was wearing Fitz riding breeches, and their motto is, for the ride of your life. And <laughs> I tell you, they definitely lived up to their to their motto. <laughs> I think you're Janie, going to become that, the uh, the poster child for that for those riding pants. <laughs> Jamie, that wasn't all though. I saw her later on in the course when she was doing. I, I forget which jump number it was, Jess, but it was uh, like 14. Or and later on in the course, it was a triple. Do you remember losing your stirrups on the first jump? On a triple? Was it a triple or a double? You lost your stirrups and then you jumped without stirrups on the second jump. I think it was after the water. Yeah, it was either after or before. I'm not sure because I saw you on the course. I was walking around the course, but you actually lost your stirrups going over one of the jumps. You hmm. don't even remember that, do you? I don't remember that. But you know what? <laughs> that happens often on Exponential because he jumps up so hard over things sometimes. Um, that would be 
per course. <laughs> now, tell us how really expensive it was. You had to withdraw the next day, right? Yes. So how's yep. he doing? Tucker is doing fantastic. He's out in the field. Um, he'll go back into work probably mid-December. And he's just enjoying a nice little vacation. But yeah, he's healed up. That's okay. Yeah, he's healed up. He looks fantastic. Thank goodness. That was really the biggest concern. Um, Saturday night, his knees just got so swollen. Poor baby. Um, But Sunday morning, we withdrew from competition, and then they have an incredible veterinary setup there at the Worlds, and they did X-rays and ultrasounds of everything, and that was the. The worst day, but the best day, because just finding out that everything was, was fine was such a relief. Oh, good. Now, we saw well, you on now, Sunday or Sunday afternoon, and you looked, you, looked very, you looked very content and very happy to have been there and to have experienced this. Yeah, for sure. It was uh, definitely not how I wanted to finish, not how I saw my World Equestrian Games going, but... I think when Canada performs that well and just being there and being part of um, Canadian history was huge. I think finishing six riders without cross-country jumping penalties, I think that's the first time in the history of games that that's happened, I think. Pretty pretty spectacular. And, and then our team you, finished you, silver medalist. So what is not to be happy about? It's exciting time I know. if you're Canadian. And and Jessica, you guys had you mentioned you had David O'Connor as a coach. How does that happen? I mean, how do you get David O'Connor to coach the Canadian team? It was just awesome. Well, we are extremely lucky to have David as our coach and I think we all really hope that he stays on with us after the London Olympics. Um we keep encouraging him every day. <laughs> but yeah, we've We've definitely been so lucky, and I know he's made such a huge difference in Canadian eventing, and you can see it um, even trickling through to the lower levels of our sport, just the excitement and the level of riding and horses has really improved here in Canada. Well, you, now, congratulations. Jessica, you plan, Thank you. Say, you plan to head to the 2012 Olympics, right? Absolutely. All right. Well, but, I hope I, we get to cheer for you there. <laughs> I hope so we too. We will. We will. <laughs> I know we will, Jess. We 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 are behind you 100%. Hey, you know, I would love for you obviously you're going to come back as a regular contributor to talk about your little one. So what's his name? Jacob Phoenix. And we're going to just tell everybody really quick why I thought about doing this with you. Tell everybody <laughs> you had this baby on what day? I had this baby on March 30th. And tell everybody what day you rode up until before you had the baby. Oh, March 29th. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. And now tell, now tell everybody, how long after the baby did you ride a three-day event? Um, oh, my gosh. A three-day event after that? I think my first three-day back was the Bromont three-star in June. Yeah. Okay. So that's a, that's uh, as like, a woman... Glenn, as a woman, I've got to know, she's probably one of those chicks that got pregnant and, like, didn't gain but, like, three pounds, and as soon as she had the baby, she was super skinny again, making the rest of us uh, very jealous. Well, I was, true? I was up to 160 pounds right before I had Jacob, so that's um, definitely gained a little bit of weight there. <laughs> 
but it yeah, yeah it now, did come off pretty quickly. <laughs> now she's skinny as a rail again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jess, we're we're looking forward to having you back every month to talk about your experience being a professional writer and a mommy, and to give us monthly updates on you and Jacob and Dad and and how everybody's doing and and what new things you learned that month about being a mommy and a professional writer. So that, we are looking for daily, Jessica. Glenn. You're going to have to keep a little diary so you know what to report on every month. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> well, before we let you go, Jess, um, I wish that – can you just stay for with me for one second? Because I need to do a commercial for Omega Alpha, which I think you're, you work with. I do. I work with Omega Alpha and actually EcoGold. They're both having um, autograph sessions this Friday at the Royal Winter Fair in Toronto. Um, so that's and we have somebody from the Royal, Royal Winter Fair on with us later in the show today, actually. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, the Royal yeah, is it's such a, a cool day. thing. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> well, Mega Alpha Pharmaceuticals creates only natural health products. Their scientists, guided by Dr. Gordon Chang, formulate a wide variety of mainly herbal health products to address mainly equine health problems, or many equine health problems. Omega Alpha brings consumers the perfect marriage of nature and science, and you use their products, and I know I've had you help me out with commercials for them before. I know you're a believer, too. Absolutely. Um, I, I love the Anti-Flam product and the Gastro-FX. I've noticed a huge difference with, with using it on my competitive horses and definitely something we don't travel without. Well, they are better than me just doing a commercial, is, is Jessica Phoenix, who had the most memorable moment of the 2010 World Equestrian Games. Uh, <laughs> now you're going to be labeled with that forever now. Well, you know what? Next time we want to be memorable for winning medals. <laughs> That's next time. And That's the Olympics. <laughs> That'll be your Olympic memory, okay? Yes, that's right. <laughs> well, thank you, Jessica. Well, we really appreciate you being on with us. No problem. Thanks, guys. Well, that was fun to have her on. Oh, she's hilarious. Poor thing. Again, you have got to go to our, our Facebook page. We put the link on there, or horsesinthemorning.com, and check out the video of Jessica, the one she's talking about, the, the jump at the head of the lake. I mean, it's always exciting at Rolex or any any time you're at the horse park to sit at the head of the lake and watch it. And this is the kind of stuff you watch it for, is this kind of ride. It was just awesome. And the fact that it came out okay in the end was, was the good thing about that whole story. Um, and, you know, I pick on Jessica a lot. We, you know, we have a lot of fun when we do the shows together, and she was a good sport to come on this morning about that. Oh, you know, great. Yeah. we didn't mention earlier on, we should talk a little bit about ourselves. Or, you know, some people that listen to the shows regularly know a little bit about me, but they don't know a lot about you. You're an inventor from Arizona. Yes, well, I, I I currently live in Arizona. I I married into the military. My husband is a uh, I know Glenn is Glenn just loves this. He's a uh, fighter pilot for the Air Force. So we're He's currently an out here. He's fighter pilot. <laughs> He's very cool. <laughs> He's every horse husband's uh, dream right there. <laughs> he's uh he's a, a great guy and i'm incredibly proud of him but yeah he is a he's a fighter pilot we live out here in phoenix arizona i'm originally from atlanta so have been kind of up and down the east coast eventing and uh tried it trying my hand in it out here out west 
And we should say that you were 10 years in morning radio as a bit of a celebrity in, in Atlanta. Yes, I did. That That's kind of my, that's the way I afforded eventing, actually, <laughs> is uh, I did 10 years of radio. I mean, from every radio station, from pop to country to alternative rock, you know. Uh, so I, I definitely did a little bit of everything. And, uh, you know, I feel like I was made for this job. Let's sit here and talk well, about horses while I've got my horse farm right up outside the window, you know. Well, good. And because you're so professional and you've done this for so long, I'm gonna, our next guest is ready, and I'm going to have you introduce her because I know you were a little nervous about that. So I'm just going to put you on the spot. Oh, my gosh. Well, again, uh, <laughs> Glenn surprised me with with this interview because as an eventer, uh, there's, there's just nothing cooler than talking to a 2008 individual Olympic silver medal winner. Gina Miles. So, hello, Gina. Hello. How are you? I am great. It is just an absolute honor to talk to you. Um, as, as an eventer, you know, the Olympics are what all of us dream about, and then most of us realize that that's never going to happen. But it happened for you, and uh, congratulations. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, it. Uh... You know, I first went to the Olympics when I was 10 years old, when it was uh, down here in Los Angeles, California, and uh, certainly set my sights on that as a dream. And um, lo and behold, the road there was was, uh, was a little bit longer than maybe what I thought, but I was so fortunate <laughs> to, you know, to end up there. And it really was a little bit like a Cinderella story. So um, I do still have to pinch myself every once in a while. Uh, well, well, Gina, you I want to thank you absolute- for... Yeah, I just wanted to thank Gina for being here. You know, you have been, you have kicked off more of our shows than probably anybody. You've been on more of our shows than anybody else. Oh, really? Well, it's been it's been so much fun. So I think it's a great show, and it's always great to come on and, and uh, touch bases with you. And you followed yeah, Jessica is... Phoenix, <laughs> who had yeah. a wild ride at the leg. Exactly. I know. I saw that. I didn't see it live, but I did see the YouTube video several times. <laughs> Amazing. In slow mo. Yeah. In slow mo. Incredible. 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 So you're um in California, is that correct? That is correct. Yep. We're getting ready to head out down to uh Galloway Downs. We have our, our last major competition of the year. Are you are you still there? And um Yeah. And uh, they are, we're really excited because we're, we're hosting, or Robert Kelly House has added on a CCI three-star. So this is the very first time that we've had a CCI three-star west of the Mississippi, and um, it's huge for California eventing. So we're we're really thrilled to be going down to participate in that. Well, I won't be participating in the three-star this year, but... <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> well, sorry, that's what I wanted to ask you. As, as, an, as an eventer... I was from the East Coast, and moving out here to the West Coast, how much more difficult is it for you as an eventer being all the way across the country from what it seems like all the events, like you said, we just got our first three-star here, all the events are over on the East Coast. Is that more difficult for you? You know, California eventing is probably the best-kept secret in the entire United States, and we're actually perfectly happy for everybody on the East Coast to just keep thinking that they only have the good eventing out there because our <laughs> event, <laughs> our eventing in California is, um, like I said, the best-kept secret. I mean, our, our we have the best footing, we have the best organizers, we have amazing courses. Um, you know, wonderful course builders. Our atmosphere is really friendly and fun. 
and um, and we love it. We love it out here. We were missing some big time, you know, um, CCIs. We do have a lot of good advanced. We have a great spring advanced horse trial calendar to get our horses prepped um, for the spring events. But you do, you know, have to have to ship back to the East Coast for your CCI three stars, and um, and obviously to, to Kentucky for that. But um, now with Robert adding the CCI three star, it gives our California Adventures a great fall option for getting their horses qualified for spring events and um, help develop really our new up-and-coming horses and our new up-and-coming riders and help them be more prepared um, for making the trek east. So we're we're just really excited about how it's going to aid in the development. Okay, hold on one second. Hey, honey, we're going to move to California. <laughs> All right, you said okay. <laughs> oh, perfect, perfect. Well, you know, it's funny, and, and um, as, as Jessica, I just caught the tail end of her saying about her baby, and, um, you know, as someone that that does eventing with a family, I have an 11-year-old and a 5-year-old, um, that, you know, living on the East Coast just a couple times that I did, and being down in Florida for the winter and then going up back north, you know, it's, it's really hard to tr- to make that, that trek sort of south, you know, every winter, but right here in uh, Central California, I have oh, about six advanced level events that I can get to within, you know, five hours of my home, so. Oh, my gosh, well, Gina, we hope, And you're in wine country. Hope, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wonderful wine country here. Actually, that's what we're going to do for my <laughs> for my birthday. One of my students turns 21, and she has the same birthday as me, so we live right here in the heart of um, a bunch of wonderful wineries that so we're going to go wine tasting for my birthday. Oh, oh, boy, get a driver. And we know Dina yes, does we're gonna, not. We're going to hire a limo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I was just going to say, Dina does not drink and ride, but I'm not too sure that she yeah. hasn't done a few fox hunts in her day. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm safe on, safe on foot. <laughs> they have these great, <laughs> these great tours, you know. How's oh, McKinley? That's your horse? We should qualify for everybody? Me. Yeah, that's correct. McKinley's probably certainly more famous than I am, but McKinley is great. He is, um, you know, happily retired here and spending some time with his owners who, you know, had to watch him from afar a little bit as he traveled the world and did all of his competing. So he is, you know, having a great time there, enjoying him and, and riding him and doing some fun things with him, and, and uh, he's super happy. Well, good. I'm and, glad to hear it. And we uh, thank you. Would you come back sometime again uh, with us? and stay for our caller segment and take calls now that we can do that fancy technology? Oh, my goodness. That would be great. That would be so much fun. Good. Let's do that sometime. That's one thing we haven't done on the show together. (laughs) I haven't done that. No, that would be great. All right, good. I think actually what we're going to have to do – I was going to say, Glenn, real quick, uh, what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to broadcast live from wine country and just have Gina sitting right next to us. Yeah, there you I'll go. That's on. what we should do. Come on out here. Come out to wine country. You can come out for one of the Twin Rivers shows, which is right here in my backyard. And they run all the. They run a CCI one and two star in the spring. They run up through advance. And uh, yeah, we'll drink wine on the show. That'll we'll, we'll advertise all the different good kinds of wine you could be drinking if you were eventing in California. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Thanks so much for coming on. You're welcome. All right. Thanks, Gina. See you later. You're welcome. Take care. Well, that was nice of Gina. See, you did fine. You weren't too nervous. Oh, she's lovely, though. My gosh, what a nice, nice person. Yeah, I am going to have to take her up on that. I think she's only like seven or eight hours away from me, so I think I'll have to head west um, and go check it out. But Gina Miles, well, thank you for getting her on as an eventer. That is just, that's just really, really cool, Glenn. So thank you. 
You're welcome. I figured you would like that. You kept bugging me and saying, we have to have somebody really cool, really important on the first day. And I thought, who would be most important to you? And that's that's why we went that route. But you know what? We have some terrific guests lined up for the rest of the week, too. And I do see people are calling in, and we'll take your calls here as soon as we can get to them. But we have some terrific guests lined up the rest of the week. And we're going to cover the gambit. We're not just here to talk about eventing or English. We're going to have some Western. We're going to talk a little bit about horse hockey. Who knew? Who knows what we'll end up talking about in the morning show. <laughs> and anybody, you know, as you came out here and spent some time with us after we after you went through the audition process, which is something you probably hadn't done in a while. Um, you came out here yeah. and spent some time with us and got to know me pretty well. We got to know each other pretty well, and Jennifer. And you got to know that I like the wacky horse stuff. I like the wackier the better. So, so we're going to be covering some topics that are a lot of fun on here too. Um, not not just we won't be doing a whole lot of serious. I don't think on the morning show. That's not what we want to wake up to. And I know that's not what you want to do at five in the morning. You have to get up to do this. Yeah, that's true. So we just and, and and that's the great part about this show, Glenn, is everybody can call us. They can call us and talk about what they want to talk about. The phone number, of course, is three four seven six three seven three two three eight. And I think we have a lot of calls lined up right now. Yeah, we do. And I'm going to take one of them right now. And I we know this person pretty well. And actually, one of the segments that we're going to do. Every day here on the show is we're going to have some news uh, from around the horse world. And doing that news for us is Chris Stafford. Hi, Chris. Good morning, guys. How are you doing? Hey, Chris. Good morning. Well, welcome to the World of Live Radio. You're you're making a great start here, guys. It's great to have you uh, as part of the Horse Radio Network, Jamie. I know you've been on my shows a couple of times now. And since you started off with eventing this brand new show, I thought I should just sneak up on you and say good morning. Well, we're glad you did. Yeah, I got to be on the eventing radio show Chris does and also the jumping radio show this past week. So uh, I welcome the opportunity to have you on ours. So thank you so much for calling. We're having a great time. You certainly are, Glenn. Uh, did you sleep at all last night? Oh, I slept pretty well. It was Jamie that didn't sleep. I, I thought I would be the one that didn't sleep. It was Jamie that didn't sleep. I slept pretty well, actually. Ah, uh, uh, but let's qualify that, Glenn. You slept yes. pretty well, but you were up at 3.45. Yeah, I always get up at 4 <laughs> o'clock in the morning. So that's <laughs> Well, Chris, I wanted to get you on right before we played your news and just let everybody know that, uh, of course, you do the eventing radio show, the dressage radio show, and the jumping radio show, all part of the Horse Radio Network, and you can actually find all of our shows at horseradionetwork.com. But every morning, you are sending us uh, a couple of minutes of horse news that we're going to play for everybody. Well, great, Glenn. It's great to be part of the uh, Horses in the Morning brand new show. and We're breaking new ground here on the Horse Radio Network, and it's a delight to be part of that. And and as you know, I'm going to be mixing the news up with... It's, uh, it's going to be as varied as we can make it, equine and human interest stuff. So I'm looking forward to bringing you that every day. All right, Thank great. Well, so thanks for calling, for Chris. You're welcome. Best of we, luck, guys. All right, bye-bye. And we're, we're going to, Janie, we're going to go to the news now. So let's take a little bit of a break for the news on this Monday, November the 1st. <laughs>
Totilus, the world record-breaking dressage stallion formerly ridden by Edward Gall of the Netherlands, is now in his new home in the stables of Paul Schockermuller in Germany. Paul said that for the Dutch it was not possible to hold Totalus in their own ranks and put together a syndicate. Therefore my passion for this great stallion has led me to take the chance to buy him myself. Germany has so far been the country for the export of top horses, but why not import a top horse when a very special one is on the market? I really wanted to secure this horse for German breeding, and that is what I have done. Paul noted that he may be able to secure a new partnership for German dressage because Germany has first-class riders and trainers, but that at this time, following his three gold medals in the World Equestrian Games, and because Totalus has already achieved such a lot for his age, he will be taking a much-deserved break. The International Equestrian Federation has announced the qualifying countries for the 2012 London Olympic Games, following the 2010 Altec FEI World Equestrian Games. In dressage, those qualified as a result of their performances at the World Games are the Netherlands, Germany and the USA. In eventing, Canada, New Zealand, USA, Germany and Belgium make the cut. And in jumping, Germany, France, Belgium, Brazil and Canada qualify as the top five placed teams at the World Equestrian Games in Kentucky last month. Australia also qualifies as the top-ranked team from the FEI, Olympic Group C or G, at the World Equestrian Games. Great Britain, as the host nation, is eligible to compete in all three disciplines. 16-year-old Leanne Bruheim from Tumball, Texas, had the opportunity to compete at the Pennsylvania National Horse Show, representing her family's Nordic Lights Farm. The rising junior star successfully competed in the $10,000 North America League Children's Hunter Division and the $10,000 NAL Children's Jumper Finals, where she earned the title of the 2010 NAL Children's Jumper High Point Leader and was presented with a jacket. Bruham and NLF Valhol have been successfully competing in the NAL Children's Jumper classes all year. Dressage rider Thea Maxwell from Oxfordshire in England has made a remarkable recovery after suffering a severely broken neck in an extreme riding accident resulting in what's referred to as a hangman's break, a clean break of the upper cervical vertebrae where she fell at home schooling last October. Realising she had to move or risk being stomped on by her horse, Thea held her head and lifted it so that she could stand up and walk out of the arena in an effort to avoid damaging her spinal cord. She recalls that as soon as she came off her mare, she knew something was wrong, and as she tried to get up, her head stayed on the ground. Her fall from the mare she was rehabbing was watched by her mother Diane, who arranged for Thea to be rushed to hospital, where she was warned that such a severe break could cause permanent paralysis and a life spent in a wheelchair. But doctors fixed a permanent brace to her neck for three months to help fuse the bones back together. And after just seven months, Thea was riding again, thanks to a state-of-the-art technology. Thea became the first person ever to undergo treatment for a broken neck using a specially adapted head brace connected to a computer with sensors that measured the strength of her neck. A year later, Thea is riding again and aiming at competing in Pre-Saint-Georges next year. You can hear Thea's story in her own words on episode 75 of the Dressage Radio Show. This is HRN News. I'm Chris Stafford for Horses in the Morning.
beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful day. I've got a beautiful feeling. Horses are coming my way. You're listening to Horses in the Morning. Ready? Well, I swear. We're back, Jamie. That song is going to be stuck in my head all day. Thank you very much. Uh, you know, I, want to, <laughs> I know, that, that's a catchy one. I want to thank Dr. Everett McCorvey, who was the gentleman who actually was in charge of the opening ceremonies and the closing ceremonies for the World Equestrian Games. I happened to meet him at what was called the All-Tech Chill-Out Zone. It was a place at the World Equestrian Games where reporters could go and just media could go and hang out. He happened to be in there one day, Jamie, and I and there were a couple of Alltech employees, a couple of uh, the the wonderful ladies from Alltech there, who who both were talking to him about being singers. And I thought I got three singers on a recorder, so I said to him, I said, "Would you guys do a promo for the morning show we're going to do shortly?" And that's they put tw- twenty minutes into it. They wrote it, got it together, sang it a couple times, and that's what they did. So th- there's a big name oh, star it. on that. <laughs> it I love it. For- for them to do that. So we'll be hearing that. And I have a couple of other promos that I put together at the World Equestrian Games as well. Well, Sandy, I want you to hold on. We have a caller that I definitely want to talk to. First, I wanted to get to, I figured we better take this call. And Jamie, I'd like you to meet Patty from Omega Alpha, our title sponsor for today. Well, hey, Patty, thank you so much for being a part of the uh, Horses in the Morning show. We do appreciate uh, your sponsorship. We're so happy to be part of it, and I just wanted to say congratulations. The the show sounds wonderful. I've been sitting here with my morning coffee going through these 800 emails, as usual. So it was great to to hear from Mary Phelps. She and I have played phone tag more than I can say. We've never had a chance to meet yet, but one day karma will come into play, and we'll get a chance to do that. (laughs) Well, and you know, did you like Jessica? Did a good job with your commercial today. She's wonderful. Unfortunately, AOL didn't play well for me. They dropped my uh, my internet connection right about that time, so I'll get to listen later. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> that we you well, know. that gives me a perfect chance to announce that we do have a rec- the recorded version of this will be put up within a half an hour after the show's over, or half an hour an hour. So you'll be able to listen to it anytime you want, just by going to Horses in the Morning, and you can hear the recorded version if if you're not available to listen live any day. You don't have to miss a minute of it. And oh, you have been a great sponsor of ours for a long time, and we thank you for that. And we appre- we do appreciate you being part of the morning show. And you're you're heading off to the big fair, which we're going to talk about next. Yes, we're doing the World Winter Fair. Um, we've done it the last couple years, and we try to feature some of our human products there as well as our pet products, and then of course our horse line and wonderful Jesse, along with Selena and Stephanie Rhodes Bosch and Rebecca Howard will be doing a signing for us at uh, 4 p.m. on Friday, November 5th on their wonderful posters. So so anybody from Canada that's coming to the fair, please come by our booth. We'd love to see you. Tell hey, us Glenn, I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I just, just want to see, because we are giving away a prize pack at the end of the day, and every caller that calls in is entered into a drawing to win the Omega Alpha Welcome Pack. Is, um, is she actually going to be entered in the competition, or do you have enough Omega Alpha for your horses? I'll donate mine back. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Patty. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, all could, callers today are going to win a prize pack, and we do appreciate you for uh, donating that $150 Omega Alpha Welcome Pack at the end of the show. Oh, that's great. And and the more products I can put into people's hands, the more I love it because then I, I can, I've got something to talk to them about. So, you know, but any Canadians do come by and see us. We'd love to. And uh, we had such a good time there this year with the USEA crowd that we're, we're pretty anxious to go down and do some more with them again this year. So, or next year as, as the season starts, because they were just so accommodating and just wonderful to us. So. Well, that's great, and of course, we've had the opportunity of seeing you at the uh, at the vendor shows as well for the retailers, and we're looking forward to that again if you'll be there. And we appreciate you calling. We appreciate you donating everything you've done for us, and we're gonna we're actually gonna get on the air here with a representative from the big fair in Canada and talk a little bit about that now. But thank you, Patty. We appreciate it. Oh, thanks, Patty. The show's wonderful. Thanks so much. All right, there was Patty, and I, I think uh, Jennifer's lining up our next guest, and I want to get to to our another caller, and I don't know who's on here, whether it's Frankie or Sandy, but they're, they're more avid listeners of the Horse Radio Network and been on a number of the shows, and I think you'll probably recognize the name. Is Frankie or Sandy on there? We're both here, Glenn. Hi, Glenn. Hi, Oh, well, hi. For- <laughs> hey, guys. You got you got both. Oh, good. Well, that's a oh, bonus. I love having both of you at the same time. This right, is Frankie Lovato and his lovely wife. Caller. <laughs> this is this is Frankie Lovato and his lovely wife Sandy. Well, hi guys. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank, well, Glenn, uh, we just want to really wish you good luck, and I think this is an awesome idea, um, and you made it happen. So, congratulations. Well, it's fun. I mean, we just have a good time uh, chatting. I, you know me; I just like to talk. I don't. I don't care where and when. <laughs> you, you were saying that you're hoping to make it a little crazy. Well, I'm really looking forward to that. You know, sometimes uh, we all need a little crazy in our life. So I'm hoping that man, you're going to have trick riders and all kinds of crazy fun stuff. So that I'm going to I'm going to hold you to that, Glenn. I guarantee you, we, <laughs> that will be the case. Well, Glenn, I, I, I thought you when she said. said wanted it crazy. We're we're actually in our underwear, so we thought that that's what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Oh picture. no! Now I'm going to have the thought of Frankie in his underwear in my mind all day. Well, that that's what you get for sticking. Uh, uh, oh, what a wonderful day in our heads all day with uh, you know horses are coming our way. <laughs> I loved it, but boy, that's going to stick with us all day. Like <laughs> that? Yeah. No kidding. Frankie, of course, uh, Jamie is the the creator and the seller of the Equisizer. Have you ever ridden an Equisizer, Jamie? I have not. Do you know what it is? Um, only from talking to you. But let's let's hear it straight from the horse's mouth. Frankie, tell us about it. <laughs> Why? Thank you, Jamie. <laughs> well, the Equisizer <laughs> is the concept of it is to be able to train for riding. Um, you know, where if you were a rider, you wouldn't train, you wouldn't train on an exercise bike, uh, or if you were a tennis player, you wouldn't train on a horse, but, you know, (laughs) so the concept is, is, um, is an exercise machine that you specifically can ride and, and use the same muscles, the same balance, uh, movements that you, you would use riding a horse. So, uh, that's the basic concept of it. And is there any chance at all that Glenn would get bucked off? We, I tried. We, it didn't. 
Yes, there is. Well, we'll even though the Equisizer is very, very safe, uh, we we plan to design one specifically for that reason. <laughs> I, I have ridden Jamie, and I stayed on. I'll have you know. <laughs> and he did a great job. I think we have pictures somewhere, don't we, Glenn? I do have pictures. I have pictures. I'll post them on our Facebook page over at Horses in the Morning. I have pictures of me proof that I sat on the Equisizer. Now, I, I cut out the pictures of me falling off. Those won't be there. Suggested <laughs> <laughs> like Jesse Phoenix has fallen to the water. You're welcome. You guys have a great show. Yeah, congratulations, guys. Great job. All right, thank guys. you. Thank you, Frankie. Well, they're, they're a lot of fun. If you've never met them in person, they're a trip. They're a lot of fun to be with. We've had dinners with them and been out with them, and, and they are a good time. It's so neat that uh, so many of our old friends are calling in today. I know I'm meeting so many of your friends, and, of course, anybody can call at any time, 347-637-3238. Again, that's 347-637-3238, and you can be a part of Horses in the Morning, just like Frankie and uh, Sandy. And now we're going to learn a little bit about the Royal Agricultural Winter Fair that everybody, all our guests have been talking about so far this morning. Um, we're going to learn it's more about that. Canadian morning. It is. It's Canadian so, Day here on Horses in the Morning. Hi, Ross. Hi. Are you there? Yeah, we're here. We're here. We're, how, Tell how us are you guys about, doing? We're doing great. And we are so excited. I don't know a lot about the Royal Fair. So tell us what it is, and and this is like one big show. Well, absolutely, and we're so I mean we're very proud of it, obviously. But it's here in Toronto, and it is the it's the uh, it's the Royal Winter Fair, the Agricultural Fair, and we're very proud. I mean, we, it it brings all the different parts of the agriculture here in Canada together, and there's a lot of exciting things happening this year when it comes to the horse show. And I know we're going to talk a little bit about them, but. There's a lot to cover, and there's a lot of unique things that we think we're doing this year that are really adding some fun and kind of different dimension for bringing the family down and, of course, bringing the country down here as well to the city. So it, it's really a fabulous, uh, fun 10 days. And I hear that you draw more than 340,000 visitors to this thing. <laughs> yes, they come from all – I mean, and I don't say they just come from Canada, but we've got some great international eventers coming over I mean obviously with our world-class jumping and many coming out of the United States. So it's, it's a total international show. Now, the one thing that drew us to it and really caught our eye is what you said earlier, is the unique stuff that you've done. So many fairs through the years, and it's been a complaint of mine, uh, the expos and fairs have had the same model and they've done the same stuff year after year, and it kind of got old. But you guys try and freshen it up with, with some mighty unique stuff. Well, you know, and every year we you have to keep it fresh. And, of course, this year our message to everybody is come and discover the magic in the fair. And some of the magical things we're doing and the fun thing. Do you want me to tell you about a couple off the cuff? Sure. I mean, there's yeah. a couple that are unique. You can come on down Saturday morning and we've got, we've got horse hockey going on. Have you All right, now tell one? us what that is. <laughs> what is, what is that? that? Well, you're coming to Canada, so we're going to have some of the top NHL stars. Of course, I don't know if you know the names, Daryl Sittler, Rick Vibe, Nate Beer. I mean, a lot of the NHL hockey players have been practicing hard, and they're going to have a hockey game on horseback in the arena on the first Saturday. Is it on ice? Okay. It's on dirt. Oh, good. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's wow. a takeoff. I mean, it's a compliment towards the sport of polo, of course. 
but it'll be a lot of fun because we do have polo players going to be there, but we're also very proud to have some of the prominent NHL hockey players and the stars. And so it's, it's designed to just be a fun, entertaining time. And uh, these guys have actually taken it really serious. They've been practicing, so it'll be fun. Oh, you gave poor Jamie a heart attack. I know. I've been a nervous wreck about this. I just didn't understand how this could happen. But now I'm even more confused because you're telling me that you have NHL hockey players that are going to get on horses and play hockey. Do these guys ride? (laughs) They're going to learn fast. But, you know, there's a lot of boys (laughs) from Canada. A lot of the guys are from Canada, and they come off the agricultural world. And there are many of them are good horse riders. And uh, they'll have some fun at it. Oh, and then, tell well, us what, what else have we got? Happening. On the Saturday, of course, we've got, um, we always have our international jumpers here, which uh, we're, we're very, very proud of. But then it's something to add a little flavor to it. We have the Royal Invitational Rodeo on the Sunday, and that is where we bring actually the top four competitors in the bulls, bronx, and barrel racing from Western Canada, and they come out to compete against the top four from the eastern parts here in North America. So they go all day Sunday head-to-head, and, I mean, that's a lot of fun. And then for something totally different, or as we say, magical for this year, the second Sunday, which is the 14th, we have it's a new event for us. It's a, it's a show. It's a two-hour show called the Woof and Hoof. Woof being the dogs, the canine. Hoof being the equine. And we're going to have the super dogs here. And they're going to go head-to-head with the equine horse world. And we're going to have, we've got pole bending, we've got jumping, we've got barrel racing. We've got all kinds of competitions where we're going to pit the horses against the dogs. And then we've oh, also got... Do the, dogs uh, have, do the dogs have riders? <laughs> no. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then we've also ask. got... Have you ever heard of the one-armed bandit? Have no. you seen the one-armed bandit? Oh, he's a great... Uh, he comes out of the southern part of the state, and he's coming in, and he does a wonderful uh, show. He was, the, he was actually the PRCA Act of the Year many times over, so he's coming up. We've also got a celebrity team penning, so we're going to have some penning going on where we have some stars in Canada, Wendell Clark, uh, Curtis Joseph, a couple of hockey players, and we also have a, a young girl by the name of Amber Marshall. She's on a TV show that's out called Heartland, which comes out of Canada. They just syndicated it through the United States to 52 countries, so Amber's going to be here. She'll be here live. She's going to co-host it, but she's also going to compete in the celebrity team penning. Oh, hey, there's more. Uh-huh. How about this one? We've also putting on the first Canadian trick riding championship. And we've got a couple of girls from California coming, one from Texas, one from Alberta. And it's a two-day competition, and it's uh, going to put the best of the trick riders. So when you take all that and you put it all into one show, right, and you put it all into two hours, it's going to be two hours of action-packed fun. No doubt. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> does it sound like there's enough going on? It does. You know, and you yes. mentioned the thing that... <laughs> appeals to me the most, and that's food. Oh, the culinary here is fabulous, and that's an area that they really have expanded on, and it's it's just something for everybody, and I think, I think you know, and that's what we're trying to be, and it's just, it adds an element of fun to the whole thing, no matter where you come from or who you are, and just bring the family and enjoy yourself. Hey, Ross. Yes. Now, it's, it's short notice that we got a hold of you to do this. Um, our listeners might not realize when the fair is going on. So maybe you could tell folks, and, and maybe folks with, with um, not a lot going on in their life or even the northern part of the U.S. could still get there. What are the dates of the fair? Well, we start this Friday, which is the 5th, and we go to the following Sunday, the 14th. 
So you're right. Those with not much going on, come on up. And those with lots going on, just push <laughs> push some things aside, rechange your schedule, and come on. I, li- I like your point of view, Ross. I like that. <laughs> of course, well, you can Ross, find out wish- all the information. Well, I, I was going to say you can find all the information at royalfair.org uh, if you want to find out how to get tickets uh, and everything. And uh, it's, again, up in Canada. So are you going to have some coverage of the hockey, the horse hockey, for those of us who can't make it to the fair? Do we go to that website? I want to see pictures. Well, hey, it gets better yet. We are going to have webcast the whole show. So you can go on and you can look at the package and look on the webcast and uh I know that with all the horse people, there's got there's got to be a lot of Stacy Westfall fans out there. Stacy yeah. will be up here. Oh yeah. Stacy's got forgot about her, so shame on me. But she's going to be up here as well. And but we're going to webcast it all throughout, and uh, you can go on the web and catch the action, or come on live and uh, experience it. Well, we That's- appreciate you coming on and talking to us about it. That's the Royal Agricultural Winter Winter Fair from November 5th to the 14th, and you can find that at royalfair.org, and we'll put links in our show notes as well. Thank you, Ross. We appreciate you being on. Hey, thank you to you guys, and we really appreciate all your support, and uh, safe riding out there. Hey, Jamie, Thanks. I think next year we should go up there and record the show for live. Absolutely. I think I think we'll broadcast live from there. I want to be a part of the whoop and hoof. Wait, in America <laughs> we call that the wolf and hoof. thanks Ross hey thanks well that was fun it does sound like a fun time doesn't it Oh my gosh, that's going to be a blast! So we'll have to check it out. We'll put the uh, put put the link to his website up on ours uh, again, royalfair.org, and you can be a part of the Wilson News. <laughs> and uh, I, there's another caller I want to take here, Jamie, if you, if you don't mind. And this is actually a new friend of mine that I met him. I've known about him for years and years and years. He was probably one of the original guys in horse radio in the equine world and does a lot of announcing, and I got to meet him for the first time at the World Equestrian Game. Wayne Williams, are you there? I am here, Glenn. And are you Wayne there? Makes well, me, yeah, I'm here, and you, I wanted to say that you make me, you disgust me, actually, because you have the best radio voice of anybody in the industry, and I hate it. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. It just sort of, uh, I think we discussed this at the World Games a bit, but, uh, you know, it, it it only took about 40 years for my voice to get low enough to actually have me like it. <laughs> wow. Who is the best voice? <laughs> Wayne, you have a show happen. too, don't you? Yes, I do. I have uh, uh, Speaking of Horses, and uh, you can check it out at speakingofhorses.com. I do TV show and uh, do some podcasts and radio stuff, and and uh, actually, I'm sitting about uh, four miles from the Richmond, Virginia airport right now, making this phone call because I just finished uh, working at the uh, Virginia Equine Extravaganza. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm actually, I had it all timed out so I could be close to the airport, make my call to you, and then go see what the security godfathers have done to us today. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wayne, how long have you been in radio? Oh, golly, you really want me to to, to dump this information out there? Yeah, I yeah, started... I threw you under, I'm throwing you under <laughs> the bus right. there. Yes. All right, yeah, I see. I'm only 32, but I started in 1969, so you do the math. 
What does he no, need? I, 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 <laughs> I started actually uh, about 67, 68, somewhere in there doing radio uh, at a couple of small stations in uh, central Indiana. I grew up in Indianapolis or west of Indianapolis and and uh, worked in Plainfield and Lebanon and, and some different places. And when they, the uh, FCC released a bunch of these uh, 3,000 watt FM stations in the in the mid 60s, and they gave a lot of small towns a chance to have a radio station. And AM was still king, but FM was coming. And and uh, so that's when I actually started. I cut my teeth on not even a cart machine. Everybody that does it with computers today, if they haven't done it the old way, they haven't lived. Okay. Well, I Wayne, I have a question for you then. I've got a question. Yeah. The two of us, Glenn and I, we are doing currently our first radio show together, live radio show, Horses in the Morning. What is the one piece of advice with all your experience that you would give to us? Just relax. The the one thing that I've always told people is there's no such thing as putting on your radio voice or, or there's no such thing as putting on your radio facade you just be yourself that's the best piece of advice there is well, be yourself i like that's it that's all i've got wayne huh? <laughs> i said that's I, good I that, that's Glenn. all i've got uh, that's right <laughs> all I've got. And, and, but i'll tell you if you if if you are comfortable in your own skin and you like what you're doing people will know it no matter what you say or what you do it just comes through if you don't, if you're being, you know, if you're being something that you're not, it shows through. People will pick it up immediately. So just, I know you guys enjoy what you're doing, all right? I enjoy what I'm doing. Just be yourself and, and have a good time with it, and, it, and it'll and it be fine. It'll be great that way. It, it's not so great if it's too staged or too stoic. Well, Does that sound well, intelligent or not? <laughs> I don't well, think Wayne, you have to worry about that with us. Yeah, you can't fake this talent, Glenn. You can't fake it. Well, thank you, Wayne. We appreciate you calling on your way to the airport. Well, I'm I'm fine. I, I just wanted to say I just got a real thrill. I got to interject this. That this facility in, in Doswell, Georgia, which is just about 20 miles north of Richmond, if you're familiar with the new equine facility there, uh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't know where I was for the first day or two. I didn't realize. I didn't make the connection. But it's a relatively new facility, and um, it is actually on the Channery Farm. So up the hill, this big oh, fancy wow. house and the barns is where Secretariat was full and kept. And oh, wow. so I just, I just grabbed some footage this morning before I, I stopped to call you guys because I'm going to put some stuff on my website in the next few days. It's it's not a lot of stuff, but it is actually the Chinnery House and the, the barns, which are nothing really elaborate because they were 40s, 50s, 60s type, you know, facilities, but uh, where Secretariat was actually foaled and raised. And uh, this, wow. a part of the farm is now this equestrian center. So Hollow ground. Yeah, wow. I mean, it was so neat with the movie just coming out, and all of a sudden somebody says, well, yeah, that's the the barn's right up there behind that house. And I'm like, you're kidding me. I didn't, I mean, I, I must have been in a oblivious zone. But, um, you know, I was up there, and, and, and so I've got a little footage of that in the camera, and it's just kind of neat to, to be there. Because last June I was actually at the uh, out in Northern California in Willits, and I took some film at the uh, Howard Ranch where Seabiscuit was kept. 
And uh, so now I can add Secretariat to the collection. <laughs> well, Wayne, you, you, you sort of let us into uh, tomorrow. We're going to have Thomas Foley on, who played one of the jockeys in the Secretariat movie and just recently wrote a book. And then we're going to have our first uh, Michelle's movie review. Our movie reviewer is going to be on for the first time talking about Secretariat. So it was a beautiful lead-in to what's going to, what we're going to be talking about tomorrow here on the show. Tom Foley was here yesterday at the event. Oh, uh, was he? He was. Nice guy. And, and has this nice little uh, Irish accent that he had to get rid of for the movie. So you might kid him about that. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm, I'm prompting you right now. He, he had to uh, to do a, a regular. They asked him, could he do an American accent? And he said, Well, I think so. I've heard a lot of bad Irish accents, so I think I can do an American accent. But you can have some, <laughs> you can have some fun with Tom about that tomorrow. And when he was walking away from the arena, there's about six young women wanting to know if he was single. <laughs> so he's just a very, very personable young guy, nice, nice fellow. He'd been a jockey for quite a few years, so he fit right in. But yeah, I, I met him yesterday, so you'll have a ball talking to Tom tomorrow. All right, great. Okay. Thanks, Wayne. We appreciate you calling. All right. Thank you, guys. We'll talk to you later on. Take care. Bye, Wayne. Well, that was fun. That was fun of Wayne to call. We really appreciate him calling in. Um, you know, he is, he's uh, been around this industry for a long, long time and is kind of a staple in, in uh, radio, on the air, and doing TV shows for the horse world. So that, and I met him for the first time at the wagon. It was a lot of fun seeing him there doing his announcing thing. And he has that great big deep voice, which I just envy. Which yeah. Well, you'll get it someday. Happen. Just, just keep talking. Just keep talking. Sure. It'll happen. <laughs> well, let's bring up next, uh, Robin Moore from world equestrian brands, who was the kind one who donated that bridal. Hi, Robin. Hi, good morning. How are you? We're good. Hey, Robin. Uh, Hi. Hey, can I just give my two thumbs up for Secretariat? Did you like uh, it? Oh, you wanted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah, the movie's great. Well, well, well we you definitely have to call in tomorrow and talk about that, too, because we're going to take uh, <laughs> taking get thumbs up and thumbs down on, on everybody's opinion on the movie. Oh, absolutely. Tomorrow's yeah. like Secretariat Day, isn't it? Yes, and I don't know if you guys know, but horse people are very opinionated, and um, no. I'm sure there'll be strong opinions. <laughs> well, it makes me feel good. I, 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 don't think horse, I don't think that applies to horse husbands. We're not opinionated at all. <laughs> no, you guys are good and nice and quiet, and just keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Robin... Tell us about Vespucci Bridles. We're going to be giving one away at the end of the month. Every caller in the month of November is going to be entered into a drawing for, for one of the best, their choice of a Vespucci Bridle. Tell us about them. Sure. Um, well, the Vespucci Bridles are designed by Peter Manette, who um, is the kind of the, the brain behind Amerigo Saddles, very much into design um, and function for the horse. And he first had the saddles and then developed the Vespucci. And, um, was the first really to come out with uh, the single crown piece, which is kind of the um, the main design feature of all of the, every single model of the Vespucci bridle has a single crown piece, which is extremely comfortable for the horse. Uh, you don't mm-hmm. get any pulling down on the pole from, you know, a lot of times people tighten the nose band um, pretty tight or they have quite a bit of leverage on the bit. And this way it just softens that impact on the horse's pole. And then... Um, 
you know, just padding in nice places for the horse under the jaw. It's, you know, it's not sewn on to the, to the nose band, so you can always have it centered under the bars of the jaw. And then, of course, just the quality and the design. Um, everything from the hunter bridles to patent leather dressage bridle, which has turned into a big rage, and, um, you know, jumper bridles, figure eight. So it, it's something for everyone. You know, any English discipline really can find what they need in the range, plus, you know, reins and martingales and all that type of stuff, too. Well, it's it's one of those bridles that if you have a Vespucci bridle on your horse and you are riding at a show, everybody looks at you and notices how classy and nice they are. And they're just beautiful bridles. And they're, they're just something that you know you got something fancy and nice and everybody else can tell, too. Well, thank you. I know um, I'll have to pass this along to Peter Manette because he'd be very happy to hear it. But... Um... They are. I mean, they're they're attractive and they're, you know, they're well-made, but they're also, you know, functional for the horse. And that's something that we try to do with all of our products, really, is have, have a benefit for the horse. So if we can... Well, give thank you for giving us one. Yeah, we appreciate that. You you just uh, took over World Equestrian Brands not too long ago, didn't you? Yeah, recently, um, back in March. Um, I've worked for World Equestrian Brands for a little bit over eight years. And um, we had been a division of Equibrand, which is, you may know, a very large, successful Western company. And um, they decided to really focus on their strengths and, and cut us loose and um, just did a great job helping, you know, helping me get my feet under me and, and um, very smooth transition. And, uh, yeah, so it's exciting. We've lightened some of the brands up. We don't have all of the brands that we used to carry, but we have the core, you know, the main brands that were kind of the flagships of the company. Well, congratulations, Robin. I, I think it's wonderful that you've taken over. We've known each other for a long time, and and I, I just think uh, there's a bright future for World Equestrian Brands now that you're at the helm. Well, thank you. I, you know, I'm I'm very grateful for the opportunity, and I feel like we've got a good team and um, great products, and everyone behind the products uh, really stands behind their work and their craftsmanship, and that's really important to feel, you know, confident that you're representing something that you can feel good about. So. Well, and now you're entered to win one of your bridles. <laughs> I don't think that'd be fair, though, would it? <laughs> yeah, probably not. But you could give it to me then, or Jamie. Jamie'd probably like it if you win it. So we could yeah, probably sure figure could. that out, can't we, Jamie? Are we exempt from this, I'm Jamie? Sure. We call in every day. I know. I think we should be entered at least uh, 30 times for the month. So, uh, no, we're going to be giving this away at the end of the month, Glenn. We, I, I don't think, uh, I don't think Robin qualifies, unfortunately, but, um, uh, we're going to give that away. We've got tons of prizes and it, it, the prizes go to everybody that calls in our show, uh, 347-637-3238. And we've got, I mean, an Omega Alpha welcome pack worth 150 bucks that we're giving away today. I mean, just today, and then, of course, at the end of the month, you know, might as well get yourself a Vespucci bridle. Thank you, Robin. We appreciate you calling in, and we appreciate you donating the bridle. Okay. Thanks so much. Thanks, Robin. Well, that that was very nice of Robin to do that. We really appreciate her being, you know, calling in and being part of the show today. You know, you know, I'm saying we appreciate a lot, but we do have a lot of support at the Horse Radio Network. We've been around for two years now. It was just, you know, when I started the Horse Radio Network, it was me saying to my wife, I kind of miss entertaining. We had owned an acting company for 10 years. We did medieval feasts. I played a king. Kind of miss people bowing to me, too, Jamie, by the way. 
but you know, we, I just kind of missed the entertaining side of things. So I, um, said to my wife, I'm going to call up Helena, my old friend in, in Massachusetts at that time. We had done a couple weeks of a show together before at the very beginning of podcasting on the internet. And then I said to Helena, you got to join me for this show. It'll be fun. We'll just do it every week. It'll just be a one show. And and I'll call it the Horse Radio Network in case we want to expand at some point. Well, expanding happened, and now we have eight shows. But I'm still doing the original show, the flagship show, called Stable Scoop with Helena. And I think that she's on the line here. Hi, Helena. Hi. Did I win the $5 million prize? (laughs) <laughs> you're in the drawing you're in the drawing the, if i didn't have to take the bride i'll thanks <laughs> we'll Alina, it is too. so cool to hear you on the air here today <laughs> I'm, i am so jealous <laughs> why i don't know because i want to do every show there's eight shows i only get to do two i want to do nine i don't know <laughs> well, I I would think that two years of Glenn, every week, probably talking to him a couple times a week, you're not sick of him at all? Nope. Not oh, one yes, bit. Yes. I look forward to No, honestly, I mean, well, I mean, you, you get it. It's it's a chance to talk about horses, and you get to say what you want and talk to great people like Gina Miles um, and, and uh, gosh, Frankie Lovato, everybody. And um, so, no, it never gets old. Glenn, I mean, his stupid jokes, yeah, but, you know. <laughs> Gotta take the good with the bad. <laughs> Try 22 well, years that gives me jokes. <laughs> Jennifer, I'm really got the expert on the phone. <laughs> I'm really excited for you guys, though. I think horses in the morning. I'm sitting here listening. I was working. I was clicking away, and I thought, well, gee, maybe I should just call in and, and you know, be a part of this because it it reaches out. I love the fact that callers are calling and that we're hearing from people who are listening. It really, really brings the horse community together. So I'm beyond excited for you guys for the show. For us, for Horse Radio Network. Well, thank you, Helena. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just in shock here. She said nice things about me. Um, We we have a great show called Stable Scoop. It is the flagship show. It can be found at stablescoop.com. And it is sort of like... This show is going to be, it's its silly, it's fun. We don't do a whole lot of serious stuff on Stable Scoop. Occasionally, we'll have a serious topic that we dive into. and But for the most part, we just have a good time, don't we, Alina? We do, yeah. We, we have, we, like I said, we blab a lot. We blab away sometimes. Hey, we started the show just to hear ourselves talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, it definitely shows through listening to Stable Scoop. It sounds like you guys are having a really good time. And that's one of the first things that Glenn, you know, when I called in and when I applied for this job, he said, you have to go listen to some Stable Scoop episodes. So I sat down and did. And, you know, if we can model this show after that one, we'd be lucky. Well, I, I feel a little bit bad for you, though, because you, you have to get up pretty early in, in, in order to do this. So <laughs> you have to like doing what you're doing. You know, I, I, mean, yes, I really yeah. I give you props for getting up at the crack before the crack of dawn. I know. Well, you know, I just can't wait for the time change. For those who don't know, I'm in Phoenix, Arizona. Glenn is on East Coast time and I'm on West Coast time. We don't do the time change here in Phoenix. So in one week, I guess November 7th is the time change. Then it'll be only two hours different. So I'll only have to get up at 
five as opposed to four. So that's like sleeping in for me. That's oh, great. Well, you guys don't, have you always not done the time change? This is news to me. No, Arizona doesn't do it. It's the most bizarre thing. It's, 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 I've never lived anywhere that just didn't do it, but I guess because of the heat and whatever in the middle of the summer, they just don't change time. Okay. Hey, more power to you, Arizona. So <laughs> you're telling me when the the time things change in the spring and the fall, you're in Arizona, you drive across the state border to a state that is in the same time zone, but does do the time change, you actually have an extra time zone to deal with. Yes. Sometimes we're in, I think it's whatever the West Coast one is, and then sometimes we're in Mountain. It's it's hard for me to keep up with, and it sounds even more confusing trying to explain it to you. It's just a little ridiculous, but I do love the two-hour time difference because then I can call my mom. Uh, you know, when I get out, when I used to work until 5 p.m., I'd try to call my mom, and she'd be in bed already. So the two hours difference is very helpful for my relationships with my East Coast friends. The nice part, though, is you don't have that twice-a-year horse thing where they go bonkers because you've changed their feeding schedule without permission. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, they, they stay pretty consistent. But, uh, Alina, so what do you guys have planned for your next Stable Scoop episode? Oh, jeez. We don't know that until the day, till five minutes before we record, do we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we have... <laughs> We, nothing changes. Two years and nothing changes. We have, I think we have an Ask the Vet episode coming up. We've got some holiday shopping episodes, which are my all-time favorite because we get to drink wine and record at the same time. Oh, wow. We, Good time. We, I, we do that more often than not. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's an exception. You're not supposed to say it out loud, Glenn. Yeah, that's a secret. It's a secret. We, it, it seems to happen more often during the holiday time. I, I remember a few shows last year that Helena, Helena was having a great time by the, by the end of the show because we record our shows early afternoon, so it's five o'clock somewhere at that point. Um, <laughs> so we're good. Love <laughs> yes. Whatever excuse you need, whatever whatever you need to do to make yourself feel better about it, just go for it. Thank you, Jamie. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I'm looking forward to chatting with you again. Uh, to, well, one of these days this week, tomorrow, I think, we'll record Tack and Habit. We, we forgot to mention that. We have another show called Tack and Habit that Helene and I do. That's a little show about a, we review a couple of products each week, a couple of new products to the horse market. And we're starting into our holiday gift-buying shows where we're going to be highlighting some uh, products that would be good for, for giving out as gifts. I'm actually highlighting... Uh, the one I'm highlighting the gifts that would be good for horse husbands to give to their wives that would be good, safe gifts that won't give, get them in trouble. That's so good. So that's, that's the ones I'm highlighting. And Helena, you're highlighting what? Gifts that you can give your, your service providers, your farrier, your trainer, your vet, anybody that helps you out with your horse. These, those are the inappreciation gifts. Oh, okay. And that's well, all. I will look That'll forward be- to hearing that. That's attackandhabit.com. Thanks, Alina. Oh, my pleasure. And, and best of, of luck with the new show. And um, you sure I don't get that $5 million prize? No. no. You're, you're, you are you're not a, entered. You're a paid employee. You can't win. Sorry. I asked you that. You said I could. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Talk have a great later. day. Bye. Thanks, Alina. 
<laughs> it was fun of Helena to call in, of course. That's where the Horse Radio Network all started was with uh, Helena. So I appreciate her doing it. And we have another caller I want to get to before the end of the show here. We have a few minutes left. Uh, it looks like we have Jennifer from Colorado. Hi, Jennifer. Good morning, Glenn. How are you? Pretty good. How are you doing this morning? Good. So you're We're calling doing from beautiful great. state of Colorado I out think. Janie's way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're up nice and early, too. Definitely. I got the shore coming this morning, so I thought I'd better call before I head out. Were you listening to the so show? What? Yes, I'm listening to the show right now before oh, I um, before I get out of the house. I have to go get my horses trimmed for the for the end of the season, so I'm gonna head out pretty soon. <laughs> now well, we you say you're getting you them trimmed for the for the end of the season. What what do you do? What is your season? Well, for me, um, we put shoes on because we have lots of mountain terrain around here for riding, and some of the volcanic rock really tears up our hooves around here. So the horses that I take up into the hills, I always put shoes on. But once uh, late fall and winter rolls around, I get everybody trimmed for the season, and then I go to a 10-week trim schedule during the winter. Oh, that's nice. what kind of horses? I raise Rocky Mountain horses. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, those are a lot more common out here than they are on the East Coast, I think, Glenn. But I know there's a couple in in, in Lexington. I think there's one at the horse park. Yes, there there is, is, actually. Uh So why do we like Uh, Rocky Mountain horses? Rocky Mountain horses are gated breed out of Kentucky, and they were the poor people's horses in the mountains. You know, the walkers were the plantation horses, but the Rockies developed up in the hill country. And they were an all-purpose horse. They did everything from plowing the fields to taking the kids to school. So they're pretty mellow. They have a really smooth saddle gait, and they're gorgeous. <laughs> you know, now, that chocolate. Yeah, yeah now, Jennifer, the, with the, flats. the Rocky Mountain horses, they're a relatively small breed. They're not up in that 16-hand range, are they? Aren't they the 14 to 15-hand range? They're they're. Breed standard is 14-2 to 16 hands. Oh, so they're allowed to be big. Um, I Correct. Have, I have to be honest, I haven't met a lot of Rocky Mountain horses, but the few I have met are seem to be in that 14-2 to 15-2, a really manageable size. Right. So we went to a show in Kansas at the end of June, and there were some really big, a little bit over 16-hand horses. Um, they have a certification process they have to go through, where they have to prove they can gate under saddle. Really? And That's cool. Usually, yeah, it's nice because you know that when they get that gold seal on their registration document, the judges, there are three of them, say it looks like a Rocky, it acts like a Rocky, and it rides like a Rocky. That's a really neat feature. I like that. That's, uh-huh. I think that that is good for the, the long term to try and keep the breed consistent so it doesn't morph into something else three generations later. Definitely. You know, if, if if it's a gated breed, the horses should gate. You shouldn't approve horses that don't gate in the breed. Yeah. Cool. Now, do you use them yeah. mostly for trail riding? I trail ride quite a bit and show. I grew up with uh, racing thoroughbreds and quarter horses. So You're uh, practically, you husband... are practically a Kentuckian. 
<laughs> race horses, <laughs> Rocky Mountain horses, you've got it all. <laughs> well, these guys are a lot easier to train. They're more mellow and I, you know, compared to raising quarter horses, these guys really um if you put the right groundwork on them and and uh just take it slow, they're, you know, two and three year olds are awesome out on the trail. Whereas you take a, a green quarter horse or thoroughbred and unless you've took taken your time and energy and really worked with those horses a lot, you can have some wrecks on young horses. But the Rockies, you know, you can uh you can get no, by with no less. bad mouthing. No no bad mouthing <laughs> the uh non gated horses now. Let's let's just say that the no, Rockies no, no, are no. user friendly. How we they're user friendly. Correct. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but but people have to buy the horse for what they want to do. If you want to be in the jumping ring, you're not going to buy a Rocky. You're going no, to get a warm blood so well. or a thoroughbred. If you're going to work <laughs> cattle, you want a quarter horse with that big hind quarter to be able to stop and hold a steer. I mean, you got to look at what you're going to do with a horse. There you go. Well, I think you're in the you're in the right place for the breed that you have and the, the sport that you choose. A Rocky Mountain horse in in the mountains of Colorado seems a, a pretty good fit. So we do want to yeah. thank you so much for calling in, Jennifer. We really appreciate it, and uh, hopefully you'll continue to listen to horses in the morning before your farrier comes every day. Definitely. <laughs> hey, and uh, Jennifer, don't forget all of our callers are lined up and are eligible to win our daily prize. So don't forget to check back at the Horses in the Morning Facebook page to see if you're a winner tomorrow. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Good luck with your show. Thank you, Jennifer. Right. Thanks, Thank you, Jennifer. Jennifer. Take care. Bye-bye. Well, I think we've, we're we actually at the end of our first show, Jamie. We've made it. Oh, my God. I know. This is so exciting. <laughs> The first ever Horses in the Morning live radio show. Are you, uh, are you, uh, did you switch from coffee to, to the wine that Helena was talking about? Not quite yet, but I did tell you, one of the things that uh, had me stressing out a little bit being Glenn the Geek was the technology side of this. It's the first time we've used this technology and we've practiced on it and we've, we've made modifications. We've had to do a lot of things to make it work. So we hope that the quality is what everybody, uh, what everybody can listen to. And we hope that you come back and listen every day. And, of course, you know, we have some other things that uh, we have some places that you can visit the Horse Radio Network at, don't we? Yeah. First of all, you can see and hear all the shows that we have available at the Horse Radio Network, horseradionetwork.com. We strongly suggest that if you don't have a Facebook page, first of all, where have you been? Um, Get a Facebook page. Become a fan of Horses in the Morning, and uh, that's where you're going to find out if you are the winner of today's prize. Now, uh, Horses in the Morning, I think it's, I think it's Glenn, it's Facebook.com for, uh, uh, forward slash Horses in the Morning is our Facebook page. Yep. And then or you can just uh, search we also, Horses in the Morning. Yeah. Yep. Just search Horses in the Morning if you, if you have a Facebook. And then uh, we're on Twitter at Horse Radio. And if you missed a live show, you can listen to the recorded version on our website at horsesinthemorning.com or any of our affiliate websites. By the way, we didn't get a chance to do that. We have a bunch of affiliates that we have listed at our website now. Those are websites. Affiliate is a website that carries our show, so people can listen to our show from their website. And we have a bunch of those, and we thank them for being part of Horses in the Morning also. Or you can listen on iTunes to the recorded version. Just do a search for Horses in the Morning. 
excuse me, or there's a link on our homepage there. And you never have to miss an episode that way. So if you can't listen to one morning, you can go back and listen to the recorded version. And, of course, we'll be back again at 9 a.m. tomorrow, where we have with us Thomas Foley, who, who we talked about earlier, who played one of the jockeys in Secretariat. And we have Michelle mm-hmm. with Michelle's movie review of Secretariat. And we'll hear what she has to say about it. And we also want to hear from you about what you thought about the movie. Give us a call tomorrow and let us know what you thought about the movie. We want your opinion. And if you were around back then and you actually got to see Secretariat in person, we'd love to hear from you, too. And, of course, we'll have another terrific daily prize. Thank you to Omega Alpha for their prize pack today. We appreciate that and for them being the title sponsor of Mondays on Horses in the Morning. Say goodbye, Jamie. And I will. Thank you, Jessica Phoenix. Thank you, Gina Miles. Thank you, Ralph Miller and all the callers who called in. Everybody have a great day and have a safe, safe ride.